Man, I'm I'm so glad that uh, uh we decided to go into cryogenic sleep while uh, Drew and Zach took over last week. Yeah, I think I think it was a really good like mm -hmm. week of sleep we've had. Uh huh. Only, let's, only let me check week. the let me check the good old fashioned calendar just to make sure that you know the next date is gonna. What? What's wrong? Uh. Trace? Uh-huh. We've been asleep for two months! Uh? Look outside, there's nobody outside anymore. Hold on, let me go to my window. Uh... Oh, goodness! It's, uh... I, I mean, it, it would... It seems like it would just be a regular day, honestly. It doesn't look any different than it would've... If this had been a week. But, oh, man! Let me check outside. There's slightly less people outside. Uh oh. Man, jokes about global current crises <laughs> never get old. Hey, you know what else doesn't get old? Uh, bad movies? Uh huh. And well, us? Well, I mean, uh. Mm. I mean, I guess uh, it depends. The, the podcast? I guess it depends on who you talk to. That wasn't a very good setup for, uh. For uh, for this, um, oh, for 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 folks. Hey guys. <laughs> hey hey guys. Welcome back to Crappy Hollywood reboots. I think that might be my favorite bit so far. Oh man, wait till you hear the sound effects that the audience has already heard. What hurt heard? You know what? Man, I mean, whoops. <laughs> Edit. A bunch of edits are going to be happening. Um. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, gang. <laughs> we've been off for a bit. We're man, sorry. <laughs> we, we've been loopy for a bit. Oh, hey, I, I had folks stream directly into my brain while we were in cryogenetic state. <laughs> so did I. Uh, so uh, I don't know who did that. I'm going to blame it on uh, Drew and Zach because they were the last ones here at a CHR headquarters. Which um, let me tell you, even if it had, even if we hadn't been asleep for the past two months, yeah, uh, it would take us about two months to find this movie. Um, uh, so I, I'm real glad that it was beamed straight into my brain, so I didn't have to Google search it and maybe get a virus on my computer. Uh, let me tell you what, audience, folks, is the most elusive movie out there. This movie. Let me tell you. Good. Go, nobody wants to watch this movie. Uh, do do us a favor. Do us a little flavor for a second. Pause this episode and go look up Folks the movie. It's a Tom Selleck movie. Um, just go try to find it on a streaming service. We would go find it. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait two months. Get back to us. Yeah. Uh, man. Let me tell you this, nobody wants to see this movie, and I'm telling you this because nobody's, like, streaming it. Well, oh yeah, anywhere. like, this movie doesn't deserve nobody to be... Nobody Doesn't deserve that's, to be streamed. That's fair, but that's something we're gonna get to talk to, talk into in a minute, mm -hmm. is this garbage fire of a movie. Uh, yeah, uh, first, 
I, I have a, uh, a pitch for a movie um, that uh, this pitch was also beamed into my brain during cryogenic sleep. Um, there we go. Uh, in our little cryogenic pods, um, we have the choices of getting movies streamed to our, our heads as well as uh, video games. Um, so yeah. for the past, so- I guess, two months, um, I've been playing a bunch of... Uh, I've been catching up on my backlog, and one of those video games that has been on my backlog is uh, Doom 2016, the new Doom game. Oh no! Wow, that that segue was smooth <laughs> as silk. Thanks, man. Um, Holy cow, so, man! I I was right there with you the whole time. <laughs> Good, um, amazing. Um, they've already made a Doom movie with uh, our our series mascot and longtime listener Dwayne Rock, the Rock Johnston. Um, but oh, I think there's. I, for, I forgot they made a Doom movie. Uh huh. Um, oh. Our our past roommate um, and dear friend uh, Bobby um, really loves this movie. <laughs> Do you loves remember? because with with you saying past roommate and friend, it kind of sounded like he was dead. He's not dead. Oh no, he's, he's fine. South America. He's fine. Yeah, he's just he's a. Uh, out of the country, uh, which is very cool, by the way. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's very cool to leave this country. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, that's a different topic that we probably shouldn't delve into. <laughs> um, Sorry, couldn't pass that one up. Uh, but anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, my movie—it's not very fleshed out. But here's the thing about Doom, um, and I'm not sure how. Do you have a lot of experience with? The Doom video, like video game franchise, Casey. Uh, I will say that my friends and I used to play it during computer class instead of oh, like yeah. what we we're supposed to be doing. Uh, like my friend had it on a flash drive and would set it up on the like local LAN server so yeah. that we could play it while everyone else was working. Right. Uh, that didn't last for very long, but it was fun while it lasted. And you're talking like Ultimate Doom, like Doom 1980. Yeah, I'm talking, like, old school, like... The shareware uh, of Doom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Man, what... First of all, if you have... Audience, if you haven't played any of the Doom games, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. Um, but mm. Doom 2016 uh, takes the old Doom um, and kind of, like, reimagines it. Uh, it makes it into this high-paced like doesn't take itself seriously like shooter uh like demon slaying shooter um oh man it's so good and i kind of want to uh my pitch is less of like a fully fledged out thing and more of something of an idea that i want to happen um okay i would love for there to be a doom movie that is like completely action-based um doesn't take itself seriously like the campiest thing um uh-huh. uh and just like just follow in the footsteps of doom 2016 and then uh make that into a movie uh, i think that would be mm, mm, mm. um and if dwayne the rock johnson could be a part of it there <laughs> i mean how can you lose um i mean Doom has lost out before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, it I has. I mean, I 
I would be excited to see it, but I'm. I would be pretty. I would. Yeah. I mean, uh, the storyline for Doom is is very minimal, um, but in in the game, uh, there's a lot of like uh, additional lore that you can find if you want and and read it. Um, So I think to make the movie worse, like a, a good version of the movie would be the video game. You know, just like straightforward action camp, but I think a bad version of it would be just exposition on exposition on exposition, which is probably what would happen. I think um, because Hollywood doesn't believe in fun. So um, there you go. I mean, that's kind of like my idea of what I want uh, out of out of a Doom movie. Um, okay. If there were to be another one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, less of a movie idea, or less of a movie pitch, more of just like in a uh, concept, uh, which is, I guess, kind of what the what our show is kind of transitioning into. Um, yeah. But maybe it's for the best? I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know if you like this new format, or if you want us to, like, you know, try and try and hold more to, to uh, the old ways, you know? Yeah. Um, cool. I don't think that there were any, like, emails or anything. Um, yeah. I mean, we have been in cryogenic sleep for two months. Um, True. So, you never know. You never know. Um, so, anyway, do you want to jump right into Ugh, the movie Let's talk movie about folks. Oh, let's talk about folks. Mm-hmm. Man. Man, mm-hmm. this movie is just the worst. Mm-hmm. I hate Tom Selleck for bringing this movie into existence, for like playing a part in this. I I hate I hate him. How dare he? <laughs> like how dare he like be the poster child for this movie? I know he won a Razzie Award for being uh, for being in this. Like, he actually won a, a Razzie. Yeah, for worst actor. Yeah, and honestly, that's not enough. They should have, like, punished him. Honestly, yeah, it, he he should be in prison currently yeah. for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, man, this movie. I, I don't know where to begin. I, 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 I think I want to know, like, the backstory to this movie. Like, how did this get made? Um, it didn't do well in the box office which is a blessing um, yeah it 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 won back less than half of its budget yeah uh the, oh man their budget was like <coughs> was like 15 million and they made 6 million a little over 6.1 million dollars um which yeah. is a massive failure um mm. and boy does it show do you want to like jump do you want to start us off with like where, where the movie Ye- begins? Yeah, uh, just a second. I'm gonna switch over headphones. My Bluetooth head- speakers are dying. Sure. So can we pause real quick? Yeah, I'll vamp. Hey guys. Okay. It's me, Trace. Casey is going to get more headphones right now so that he can hear me talk better. Um, I'm not good at vamping. Uh, <laughs> how have you guys been? Uh, it's been weird very weird time uh but we're we're 
we're persevering, huh? You and I? Casey doesn't matter as much. But you and me? We're making it through, huh? <laughs> How's your mom? That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Man, we're, we're gonna cut all of this. That's good. Uh-huh, we're gonna cut every single bit of it. Uh, wink. Oh my gosh. Alright. Every single I'm bit of- I'm getting on the floor. Man, good thing every bit of that's gonna be cut. Yeah. Wink. Hmm. <laughs> Guys, I'm going crazy. I don't know if if, uh, if you're feeling the same way. I need to make note of where to make cuts. about that my bluetooth speakers were like hey man i'm dying that's not good so let's just cut all of that okay uh-huh and go back to what we were talking about sure what what were we saying uh, man i was really hoping you'd know what we were talking <laughs> about um, um how about we jump right into the movie huh folks uh well hold on no there was something about um it won back less than half of its right. Uh, earned a Razzie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just get let's get started. Let's, let's get talk started. about this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, folks at home, uh, if the audio is a little weird now or a little louder now, how, I am sitting on the floor how because my headphones died, <laughs> and you wouldn't know that because we cut all of that. How dare you call our audience folks after this movie? Oh, how dare you! That's true. Uh, people at home... Man, I really had to struggle there to not call them folks. Uh, people at home, uh, once you've seen this movie, you just, you're just you never the same because it's terrible. Hey, may I say, I'm mad yeah. that this movie beat me by 24 days into existence. Uh, like, <laughs> it came out May 1st, 1992. This is 24 days before I was born. I'm very angry about that. I'm very angry that this movie was born first. This movie is your legacy. This movie is, like, my identical twin that I secretly want to die. Uh-huh. Um... Speaking of wanting to die... <laughs> oh my this gosh! This movie... Yes, no, okay. <laughs> that actually... That's a great transition, and audience, you will know why in a few minutes. Yeah, it's the worst. That was the most genius thing you've ever said. And I'm, Thank you. I am not going out on a limb saying that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, this, this movie. So, uh, I, let's take turns talking about the plot real okay. quick, alright? Yeah, I mean, um, that's the show, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> So we've got uh, Tom Selleck, who is a stockbroker. Okay, and first of let all, let me tell Tom you, Selleck I am doesn't have a mustache. Uh, uh, Tom Selleck doesn't have a mustache, Problem which, number is, one. which is already horrible. Yeah, 
Second, he plays a stockbroker, so I'm already not wanting him to do well in this movie. Right, which holds almost no water in this movie. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't Well, matter. he... Uh, okay, Here, here's the dealio. He's a yuppie stockbroker who who's, like, firm... Or whatever. I don't know a whole lot about stockbrokers except yeah. for the fact that they prey on the on the weak and the innocent, and Got they it. come out at night like vampires. Yeah. <laughs> um, all I know, I don't know anything about stockbroking, um, but apparently his firm gets investigated by the FBI. Yeah, but he's not a part of it. But he is a part of it. He he claimed anyway. he, he's like he. Tom Selleck's character is like, I don't know anything about this. And the FBI's like, uh-huh, okay. And he's like, I yeah, really except, don't. Except he, like, genuinely doesn't know yeah. anything about it. Like, Which is frustrating. Which it, is like, how would you not know that all of the, like, people at your work are not committing, are committing crimes? Yeah, how would, like, you, how would you not know? How would you not know that your job is, is a ploy to make just buckets of illegal income? Yeah, like, isn't that what Wall Street has always been? Yeah, like, oh, I don't know. It's got him. It's weird. Hey, I'm I'm not making any friends in New York, anyway. Yeah, listeners, um, if if you're a stockbroker, just get a real job. <laughs> just click away. Don't listen to Casey. <laughs> get a real job. <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Man, we're uh, we're this off is, our stuff this with is this a episode. Special epi- I mean, we've been in cryogenic sleep for two months. We can't. Stress, That's true. Can't stress that enough. That's true. Anyway, <laughs> man, we might need to cut some of the stockbroker bit. <laughs> I'll cut some of it out. I'll cut some of it out. I think okay. some of it. Right. I think some of it's fine. Anyway, so um, so so John. The main character's name is John. Yeah. Uh, John gets a call that his mom's in the hospital. And he's like, okay. So he flies down to Florida because that's where the old people of America go to die. Yeah. And he, like, uh, he goes to his mom. And his mom's like, oh, look after your father. He might burn the house down. I'm going into surgery. Yeah, for kidney so, stones. Yeah, oh, for kidney stones. Yeah. Okay. And, um, he goes to his dad's retirement park. Yeah. And, uh, he stumbles across these other two people that he mistakes for his parents. Uh, which is, okay, which is, like, one of the first notes I had. Like, he, he goes to, to Florida to see, to, to find his parents, right? And he goes, he goes to the, to the guy who he thinks is his father. And it's actually, like, a really sweet like interaction uh Mm -hmm. he like goes up to him and he's like dad i haven't seen you in like 15 years and he like actually starts tearing up and like his dad's like oh son come on in or whatever and he so he goes in he plays cards with the man and then a woman comes in and it's not his mom and at first i was like oh like the dad moved on the dad had is having an affair yeah i was like what's happening and then it turns out that the old man is just old and he missed he like mistook john for his son yeah i don't 
it it was really it was a really sweet setup to have like no payoff it was really weird and then he goes to his dad and what makes it even weirder is that it looks like his dad doesn't really even know who he is yeah so you're like am i getting hoodwinked again yeah it's like is this another elderly man who doesn't know his son and i mean that turns out to kind of be true right because he has dementia yeah okay all right so um i guess a a little warning to our listeners uh this movie makes fun of dementia a lot it uh but also tries to like shed light on it so it's both shedding and making light of dementia it sheds light on it but it fails miserably because this is the the examples it gives for dementia are so radically wrong and yeah and exploitive exploitative what exploiting exploitative exploitative um yep. that i don't know it just rubs me the wrong way this mo- uh also fair warning um this movie touches on suicide and also makes fun of it um so if, yep uh turns into a comical plot point later on uh-huh so um, that's fun so just a warning before you continue on if you're like sensitive to that kind of stuff i understand we yeah. both understand if, if this is like a sensitive subject uh please be careful uh, yeah. please tread lightly through the rest of the episode because mm-hmm. we will be making fun of this movie that's making fun of that yeah uh thereby trying to shed light on the fact that those are actually serious subjects right uh so if if you don't want to listen to us talk about that or you just don't want to hear what the movie has to say about it just skip to like the very like last 10 minutes of the episode or so that's when it kind of start that's when we you know usually have announcements and stuff like that so just go there um (laughs) hey it like if if the (laughs) so what we're saying is listen to maybe 15 minutes of this episode total well uh if well if you don't want to listen to us talk about suicide or maybe like listen up for the next one because like look who's if look who's talking now makes fun of suicide i'd be surprised (laughs) honestly i'm gonna go to john travolta's house and talk to him oh yeah that's a fun thing anyway um uh so he meets up with his actual dad Um, yeah okay so all that to say he meets up with his dad who has dementia right um uh, oh man where 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 were we um well he, like his dad doesn't really seem to know him that well yeah and so like as a viewer you're like i can't tell if this is a man posing to be his dad or whether he like actually has dementia because the first example in which he goes and talks to another uh elderly man like has thrown me off by this point yeah. like i can't tell who is going to be his dad and who's not going to be his dad yeah and so he he goes to talk to this man who is actually his dad but uh, it's a weird setup like casey was saying but he goes yeah. to his dad says hey i'm your son and his dad says uh who are you my boy and then hugs him uh, yeah which you're be- like oh okay which you're like okay there there we go um he then uh talks to his dad a little bit he asks his dad if he still has the cadillac um and his dad's like yeah still got the cadillac baby um yeah and then he drives it into a lake 
mm-hmm. because here's the thing by this point the dad has shown that he is not like that he that there is something going on yeah like there there is something wrong but his son is too dumb to understand oh john is the most idiotic person in this movie yeah is the he's the worst stupidest person he can think of three things and that is money mm-hmm. um sex his parents suck uh-huh. yep and sex with his wife because every time his wife is in the room he is just trying to have sex with yeah. her um, but that is another another note that we're going to get to mm-hmm. um so he oh so he he asks his dad about the cadillac he then uh, his dad's like no your mom has the keys to it and then john's like hold on a second i know where a spare one is because i used to steal your car when i was younger um, yep. Finds the key, gives it to his dad, and is like, "Here you go. Drive us." Yep. Um, and he drives them into a lake. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, John, by this point, realizes that something is up, and so he. Uh, well, no, he doesn't. He has to get told point blank mm-hmm. that his dad has dementia. Oh yeah, he's in the dark for it for like the first fifteen minutes of the movie or so. Yeah. After he meets and his dad. So he's, he gets a call uh, from the FBI that they're investigating his firm or whatever that's supposed to mean. Yeah, well, and, well the FBI comes to Florida. and they Oh, yeah. And they, like, yep. approach him, and he says, and he says, uh, hey, you know your firm is, like, getting shut down, right? Because, yeah. Because it's illegal. That well, he's what like, doing. and I'm your best friend, but I'm also actually an undercover FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, and you... and I was a stockbroker, but now, but I'm an FBI agent, and you're in big trouble, bud. <laughs> and and like Tom Selleck's like, I can't believe it, uh, Ed. Like you were my best friend, and now you're an FBI agent. Uh, and it's this really weird little tiff where he's like, you sold us out. And Ed's like, your firm was literally doing illegal things. Yeah, and then, well, and then uh, John's like, well, I, I didn't know about this. And Ed's like, well, why did you flee the flee the state then? And he's like, I, my mom was in the hospital. <laughs> Ed's like, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, for, like, very easy things to check up on. Yeah. Uh, and then his dad in his... Uh, in his dementia state, uh, burns his own house down, mm-hmm. uh, which is a real fun stigma to be spreading about uh, sufferers of dementia. Uh-huh, super cool. Um, and, uh, like, John is confronted by the FBI agent again, who's like, why'd you burn down the evidence? Like, your, your laptop was in there, and yeah. it got burned down with all of the stuff. We're gonna keep an eye on you, Sonny. Um, and so, like, he tries to get his sister to take care of their parents, but his sister is oh. <laughs> awful. The sister is the worst character. He, like, goes to her apartment and confronts well, she's, her. She's meant to be the worst character, yeah. but I can't even credit the movie for that. Yeah. Because they take, like, the worst just like they ma- they make her this impossible person. Yeah, she she has two kids who when we're introduced to her, 
she is like dating this guy um and she's living with him but and and the kids are living there as well but the guy doesn't know about the kids um yeah she's like i don't want him to know about the kids because he'll leave me and i'll i won't get his money um yeah and so she's like this gold digger her kids are brats yeah and uh, so John is forced to take his parents home with him. Whoa, 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 and, whoa, whoa! Are we gonna sk- oh. are we gonna skip um, his sister kissing him on the mouth? Oh, because that happens. <laughs> I forgot about that. He like she like takes him down to the docks to like meet her boyfriend. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, well, I think he's just like chasing her down the docks because she's like, I'm going to be on my boyfriend's boat with his money yeah and then she's like i'm gonna kiss you so that it makes him jealous for no reason and so she does it and he's like hey why'd you do that and then it's never explained yeah she's like ah that jealousy will rile him up like i'm sure he'll propose to me on the spot yeah 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 um and so he like he brings his parents to her apartment He's like, okay, I'm going to cut out the middleman. I'm going to yeah. bring the parents to you. You're going to take care of them. And so he goes to the – there's the scene where he goes to the apartment, knocks on the door, and is like, I know you're in there. Um, come on out. We'll sit here for as long as we can. And then it hard cuts to him driving to Chicago with the parents. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, it's not explained. You just – like, no. it hard cuts to a car driving. Yeah, and, well, you can, and, you can tell that it's the Cadillac that – um, that the dad drove, which I guess they got repaired. Yeah, like he drove it into a lake. It's not drivable, yeah. but apparently it's drivable. And so, like, they drive back, and uh, like, worse, worse, and worse things happen. Yeah, because because of his father's dementia, and it's it's played really, really weird. It's so strange. Because there, there, like, there's one scene in particular, and I'll use this sort of as an example for how it, for how this goes. Right. The dad, like, John wakes up to find that his children are gone, and his dad is like taking them out to play in the street, like yeah. a heavily like trafficked street. <sighs> this is so and weird. Yeah. This is like a scene from a, uh, like a dramatic. Uh, like a, dr- a, dr- a drama about like f- family suffering through mental illness. Yeah. Like th- this, this seems like something cut from like some some dramatic retelling of that. Right. You know, right. like like proof or like yeah. a, my beautiful a beautiful mind or or something like that. Yeah. Like it's a something scene. that would take it seriously. I think that's spot on. I think that it's a scene out of something like that. You're correct. Yeah, but like it cut into this slapstick movie it is the weirdest weirdest thing because i got like i i had a visceral reaction to the scene going oh this is terrifying yeah and to be told that in a movie full of like getting hit in the balls jokes is the weirdest yeah. weirdest whiplash I, I, I think I've ever felt in my life. I want to know what the screenwriter had in mind because like this movie is so tonally off 
and so tonally inept that mm-hmm. it makes zero sense. Like the tone is incomprehensible. You don't know what's yeah. happening. Um, yeah. So it, it's amazing. And so like his like the mom talks to the son and is like oh your dad like he's like ma why didn't you tell me dad had dementia yeah and she's like oh well he was ashamed of it and he didn't want it getting spread around and it's like this dramatic scene with like piano playing in the background yeah and like i don't like i i genuinely cannot understand because like she then turns around and is like you know if it gets really bad he told me that like yeah he, like he like he wants someone to end it for yeah, him yeah he wants to die um, what which wow uh and it this comes up like pretty soon after that like i think uh well the dad like talks about mcdonald's and so he goes yeah. they he brings him to mcdonald's all the time john brings his dad to mcdonald's mm-hmm. um uh and then after that we you find out that his dad used to own like a shoe store and the dad goes straight to like the he goes to the shoe store by himself in like this um uh majority like hispanic side of chicago i guess uh, which yeah. which is handled really terribly, by the way. Well, it, like the whole the whole point of it, it's horrible. They they go to the store, yeah, and they're like, yeah, it's it's like this is my store. I used to own it, but I sold it. And you can see that it's like set in a predominantly Hispanic community, yeah. Now, and I like he talks about it later he's like yeah the neighborhood was changing like i had to get out while i could yeah and you're uh, like which Whoa. is <laughs> yeah like the, the movie is like indirectly saying that like this sort of became the poor side of town and yeah. that and like every person you see in that shot is la- is latino or latina yeah. like it's it's terrible it's terrible um and uh, i mean f- even more uh adding on to that uh just a terrible plot point the dad goes into the shoe store goes immediately to the secret stash that he has and takes out this stock uh that says mcdonald douglas um which which is like an airlines or or like a like a plane manufacturer right so he just randomly owns stock in this which honestly whatever um, I think yeah. I think honestly that plot point should have been hidden uh, instead of being like 30 minutes into the movie um, yeah. or whatever, but whatever. Um, and so McDonald's is just a blatant product placement. Uh, the McDonald Douglas thing was obviously just like a right like a write in for that or whatever. Yeah, um, doesn't matter. Um, the dad like gets into a bunch of hijinks obviously and then like there's this part where they go to like a park or something and his dad has this moment of clarity um and do you want to talk about that uh this is done so so poorly (laughs) Mm -hmm. so poorly like i i can't Hmm. um okay seriously listeners this is the worst um they sort of play on the fact that um, sometimes dementia patients will have better days, sometimes they'll have worse days, they'll have moments of clarity, and then, like, before they sort of return to sort of the cloudy, 
mind clouded dementia state. Yeah. And um, so they play on this with by his dad suddenly turning to him and going, "Hi, John. It's me. Like it's really me. I'm out of my dementia right now, and so I just wanted to say that life is terrible, and I want you to kill me. Yeah, he's. I like, want you to kill me, John. He's like, I'm going insane, and I know it. Please help me kill myself. Yeah, and then like his dad's like. Or, like, the John's like, hey, you, like, that's terrible, Dad. You shouldn't say these things. And then his dad's like, goat! Uh, and then, like, runs out of the shot because he's suddenly riddled with dementia again. Yeah, he, like, says something like, ooh, look at the ducks, or some stupid thing, and then walks yeah. away. Um, and we, uh, um, and like, so, I, terrible. Yeah, and so that sets up, like, I, like, the main thing about the movie which i guess we'll go into in a second but Mm -hmm. um so his parents move in with him and the family this all happens uh and then his sister comes and moves in Mm -hmm. uh with them with her kids um and then everything just starts snowballing like the movie just becomes like this weird comedic romp uh centered around uh, John trying to help uh, his father and his mother kill themselves. Um, yep. Uh, because I think there's a scene where like uh, his mom comes up to him and is like, "Hey, I never wanted uh, us to have uh, make your life terrible," uh, which is clearly what's happening. So please, let's uh, uh, me and me and your father have discussed it. Can you please help us die? And then you can get the insurance money since you're leaving, like, every you're losing everything. Yeah, and, like, the sister's like, oh, yeah, it's time to kill our parents. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they're both, like, ganging up on him, going, like, do it, do mm-hmm. it, kill them, kill them. And it is just really weird. It, it, okay, to me, yep. I had to rationalize it at this point. And so the rationalization I had was he is being tested. His mother and father are demons. Uh, (laughs) His sister is a demon as well. And they're trying to see if he will be tempted to, to murder. Right. That's the only, that's the only explanation I had. Sure. And maybe I should have like saved that for the end, but I don't care. Yeah. Because the scene is so weird. It's, it's, it's literally like. Uh, this weird scene where you see this character like getting tempted to like commit murder yeah and he's like yeah let's do it and, and it's really weird john john's character has a sort of um up until this point a sort of like serious demeanor almost uh he may be mm-hmm. really stupid but he's like he's a serious guy um yeah and then he's he's the like uh, 80s screwball straight man right like the main character who's like lovable but he keeps getting in these goofy situations yeah he's like he's like chevy chase from the national lampoon like vacation movies um, yeah he's the he's the white middle-aged dad character yeah who is constantly like getting the blunt end of the stick yeah like and, that's that's his shtick that's yeah. it and so so this this is set up for this character for john and so the rest of the movie is him putting his parents, like, pushing them into situations where they could be killed. Um, and it becomes kind mm-hmm. of racist, huh? Oh. <laughs> okay, so the, the first way they tried to kill them is his, 
he's like, hey, Dad, go out onto the highway. Have fun, you two. Like, have a good drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you come to find out that, like, they did cause a serious wreck, but they were completely fine. Yep. Which is terrible. Um, and then, wow, this might be the most racist thing I've ever seen. Oh, it completely um, is. Just, uh, listeners, he, warning. This is really racist, but it's not coming from us. Like, he drives his parents out to the quote-unquote bad side of town, mm-hmm. out to a street, street corner with a bunch of African-American people mm-hmm. uh, in, like, in stereotypical, like, gangster clothing, mm-hmm. and his parents are like, yeah, just drop us off here. Uh, they'll, and they'll kill us. Yeah, he's like, she's like, they'll kill us, probably. <laughs> Which, whoa! It's whoa! ridiculous. It When I saw that, I didn't know what to think. But uh, what's, what's even, even worse is that the mm-hmm. movie insults the audience further by mm-hmm. by having the next scene just all of those people all the people uh, that they were dropped up in front of bring them home to to John's apartment and it's just like hey we're a bunch whoa, of nice whoa. people no 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 it actually goes a step further than that yeah yeah they they don't bring them home first. They bring them, like, into their club. Oh, you're right. I've totally forgot and about that scene. <laughs> I kid you not. I tried to I erase kid that you not. my brain. Oh. One of the, one of the like, uh, one, of the, one of the young black men turns and says, Hey, let me have my mama cook you up some cornbread. Hmm. I totally forgot about that line. <laughs> which I... Which... Uh... uh Guys, like I, 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 I'm still cringing. Like it, it, I, I felt horrible just like saying that. Guys, like the, it, it's not. Uh, I don't have words. It's in. It's insane how racist this movie is. It's just yeah. insane. I don't understand how this was written, and someone was like, "Yeah, we'll make this." I, I, I cannot believe the that amount. And like I was like, wow. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Like to to continue. Um. So we move past the over the top racism, racist things. Um. And so like by this point, John's wife is like, hey, uh, oh well, hit okay, his dad. Um, got on TV and, and oh talked God. to everyone this... saying that, like, the stockbrokers were in with the mafia. Yeah. Um, which, because which he doesn't is, know what he's saying. Which is true, kind of? Um, no. Well, no, the, no, no, the, no. The, mafia, the mafia then, like, comes to John's apartment and, like, is like, hey, don't be telling people this stuff. I guess they get wind of it. I don't know what this movie's well, I, trying I to say. Well, I think they saw it. They saw it and were like, hey, they're trying to frame us for something we didn't do. Right. It's, so they come to so they come to John's house and are like, "Hey, like, yeah, stop talking about the mob, see?" Yeah. And then yeah. his dad well, pulls a gun on them. Well, okay, can we go back for a second? So his his dad his dad is on his dad's on TV, and yeah. he's having 
an episode uh, uh, of dementia. Like, clearly mm-hmm. it's an episode. Yeah. Um, and John and his wife are, like, sitting on the couch watching TV, and his wife is just dying laughing at it. Like, just yeah. dying laughing. She's like, this yeah, is the like, this funniest is funny. thing I've ever seen. Which is terrible. Ugh. Ugh. So, um, what happens next? I mean, so, it's mostly the the remainder of the movie. Honestly, like the third act is just John trying to kill his parents. That's basically mm-hmm. what it is. Well, trying to kill his parents, and then like his wife comes home, and like every every single time John's wife is around, John is like trying to have sex with her. Yeah, like oh. it, it's insane. She'll enter a room, and it like flips a switch off in his brain, and he just starts like trying to make out with her. Yeah. Um, also, during all of these scenes where, like, you know, the family's coming into his life and stuff, uh-huh. John is just constantly getting hurt. He's, like, breaking his foot. He he loses a testicle. Um, he, yep. he loses a toe. Uh, he, you know, like, breaks his wrist or whatever. Um, uh, he, like, has an eye patch because, like, his eye gets hit. Yeah. Or, or something. Yeah, that, that I think that happened, like, in Florida or something. Like, during the... Cadillac a- yeah, accident. He's just like constantly hurt. Uh, he's just constantly getting hurt because this is also a slapstick comedy, guys. Don't don't forget that. Yup. Um, yup. So he's just constantly getting hurt, and it's supposed to be really funny. And like John is losing his mind because uh, he's losing everything. He's just getting hurt. He doesn't have any money anymore. The FBI like froze all of his funds. Uh, yeah. So I think I, I guess we're towards the end i don't know if there's anything like well like i i think this is about where the like the third act starts right is arlene comes in and is like hey i was wrong to leave uh, you arlene, with the kids uh audrey is the is the wife arlene is the sister oh arlene yep uh audrey comes back yeah oh that was weird i mean they they, they did kiss. kiss in the movie yeah, so. might as well be what wife and husband Ugh. huh Anyway, uh, <laughs> incest incest uh, is so funny, so uh, funny. So Audrey comes back and it's like, John, I was wrong to to leave with the kids for our own safety because your your dad had a gun. Like I was wrong. Let's 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 go right now. Let's yeah. let's let's go at it right now. And so like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's as Arlene, the sister, is like. You know what? If you're not going to have the guts to kill your parents and my parents, I will. <laughs> and so she drives the parents out. And so, like, John is faced with the choice of of sleeping with his wife or saving his going parents. out and saving his parents. And it takes him a lot longer than you'd expect. Yeah. Or I guess it doesn't because at this point you don't really expect anything. Um, uh, and so – oh, oh yeah, go ahead. And, and this is where the movie kind of – uh, mirrors that of Police Academy Four, in that yeah. in that both of their climaxes end up in like a plane duel, <laughs> yeah, like a plane chase, um, which is odd. Uh, basically, his dad takes uh, control of the plane. Uh, his mm-hmm. uh, the dad's wife uh, Mildred gets in, and they take off. Uh, John starts running towards a plane, jumps on it, gets up into the air, and mm-hmm. for 
in my brain, as I was watching it, I was like, all three of these people are going to die. How are they going to get out of this? Like, what? How are the writers going to write these characters out of this situation? Mm -hmm. Um, And let me tell you, not gracefully. Yeah. They have his, his, his dad, who is sort of like... Um, I guess seeing 1943 around him instead of 1992. Oh, which is hilarious, by the way. Such a good uh, good plot point. Yeah, it's really awesome that we are making fun of this man <laughs> and, his, and his mental illness. Yep. Uh, and so, uh, like, he, like, has a standoff with someone who is, like, a, a, a plane cop? Like <laughs> yeah, he's like an air uh, patrol. An air cop. Yeah, air patrol. Yeah, he's like this guy in this guy in a plane flies up next to them with like a megaphone and is like, "Hey, pull over." Which I guess is how that happens according to this movie. Yeah. Um and so they like the dad wins a standoff with them and then he successfully convinces his parents not to kill themselves yeah and they go home and then everything just starts wrapping up Uh uh-huh they all move to Florida. well they're they're in witness protection oh okay cool i guess because because the well because the fbi guy his his former friend oh right uh came over and was like Hey, the FBI will protect you. Right. Like because we know we were hunting you down earlier, uh, but if you betray your stockbroker friends and go into witness protection, you can have your old life back. Yeah, we know that you know things, so just tell us. Um, but yeah, so they all they all move out uh, and move to the house with his parents. Uh, mm-hmm. Arlene falls in love with uh, Ed, the FBI dude. Yeah, um, they get in a car together and they're like all right kids you're going to military school so that ed and i can go home together um, yeah and then and, oh yeah go for it and then the dad is like hey mcdonald's and like tries to show them like the stock paper but john is like oh dad you love those hamburgers huh yep and so the dad's just sitting on all this money that i guess they'll never well no he he um no 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 like the the last shot of the movie the dog like brings the paper up to john and john tries to throw it but the gums like some uh arlene put gum in it and so it sticks to his hand and he goes what the and then he looks at it and he goes oh dad and then the dad does a cheeky mug and that's how the movie ends great uh I mean, I mean, they. I. It's still unclear whether or not they actually get that money. Um, the, can I? Can I talk about this movie for a second? I mean, we've been talking about it for a while. Well, can I? Can I just say something? <laughs> say it. Uh, man, this movie is is targeted to one type of person. Mm-hmm. You want me to? You want me to tell you what that type of person is? Please. Uh, it uh, about uh, it is uh, married <laughs> white males in their mid forties. Uh oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely targeted towards that man uh, in nineteen ninety. 
Yes. Well, yeah, in 1990. Yeah. Um, the the or 92, uh, white three, the white male in his mid 40s uh, in 1992. Oh yeah, like uh, I'm, because I'm... it it is amazing how much this movie preys on racism, uh, preys on sexism, yep, uh, preys on fear of the elderly. Yep, uh, it's astounding how much this movie plays on the stereotypical traits uh, that were like deemed bad in the 1990s to um to to men right uh because wow holy cow every every single person who is who is not white in this movie is automatically relegated to a background character but relegated to a poor background character okay. uh casey give me one second i have to take a call okay no worries i'll be right there do you want me to vamp it's my turn to vamp. Trace, you have the option to cut this out if you want, but I'm vamping now. I feel like if we do keep all of this, it's going to be a very long episode, which could also be good. I don't know. Well, I feel bad because I have things that I could be vamping about which is this movie and how bad it is. But Trace didn't have that before when he vamped. So I'm not going to vamp about the movie right now because I feel that that's dishonest. But I am going to say that I'm excited for... uh, I'm excited to get this podcast back on track. Thank you so much uh, for staying with us while we were in our cryogenic sleep. Um, I know that things are kind of weird right now for everybody so i just want to make sure that uh well that you know that we're going to start doing this more regularly all right so that we can provide that good good entertainment for you uh and make sure that and make sure that you feel comfortable at home you know hey trace hey (laughs) i'm just i'm just keeping it real with the with the folks at home yeah oh i called them folks again i'm sorry don't don't um, y'all don't deserve that. You y'all deserve so much better than this movie. We should call you. We'll call you by a good movie. Um, all you uh, funny people. All <laughs> yeah, all you funny people at home. <laughs> um, gosh, yes. Yeah, so Wait, isn't that a bad movie too? No, I think funny funny people is a good one, right? I don't. I have no idea. I think it's like a. Uh, I thought that was a. I thought that was an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, but it's like one of his dramatic movies. That's fair. Uh, I Man, don't... I tell you what, like it, it's weird that Adam Sandler has like become good at drama and bad at comedy. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know, and I can't tell like what his mindset is on that because uh, you haven't seen Uncut Gems yet, huh? I haven't, but I've heard it's good. It's amazing it's a great movie um and which is so weird and he this is gonna be so weird for me to say but adam sandler deserves an oscar for that movie wow he's that he's that good in it i just i don't well hold on let's talk about adam sandler in a movie in a minute Mm -hmm. because we still have a little bit of this movie to talk about (laughs) 
And I, I mean, I think we just need to summarize it. Sure. And honestly, maybe I already have summarized it because everything in this movie is like built to prey on the fears of the like middle-aged male. Okay. Uh, like I look at the way this movie portrays women. There, there are three types of women in this movie. Yeah. And that is his wife, the like obedient, sex crazed housewife. Right. Uh, there is his mother, who is matronly and willing to break her back for him and to like to die in order to make sure he has a better life. Yep. Uh, and then here, there's his sister, who is horrible, mm-hmm. who is a bad mother. Who is like constantly craving men? Yeah, literally. Uh, literally who any, is trying to scam anybody for a buck? Any man that like looks at her, she's like, "Ooh." Yeah, including her brother at one point. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that is all we have to know about women from this movie. Are, are those three types? Um, and those are like those are sort of iconic in, like. Those are iconic to like psycho- psychological studies of the of like the stereotypical male mind. Yeah, is that they tr- they view women in ways of uh, they view women as to how they ca- how those women can help them. Mm, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. or or hinder them. Like it, it's about them. It's about them. Yeah. It's it. The whole movie is about John. It's about like how people around him are just mm-hmm. are just dopes in there that man man if only if only the things around me would be better then my life would be better um, yeah like if everything but, if everything would bow down to me it'd be fine yeah and so here's here's another thing that i want to say though mm-hmm. is that we joke and we're like man this is a product of 1992 like racism blah 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 yeah we we do have to keep in mind that this movie still got a zero percent. Yeah. So, it wasn't viewed as good back then. It and so this is the worst well, that nineteen ninety two has to offer. Well, it had a zero percent critically. The audience score was divided. It was fifty percent. So half it of, was half of the people that watched this movie enjoyed it. Oh, well, that makes me feel a little worse. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is a movie that, if if you were to go to someone that was alive in 1992, and you were to walk up to them and be like, "Hey, have you seen Folks?" And they're like, "Yeah, I saw that in theaters." You're like, "What do you think?" Half of the people that you talk to, uh, according to the statistic on on one website, um, would be like, "I really enjoyed that movie. It's a great Tom Selleck movie." <sighs> And that's, I mean, that's what it's viewed as. It's a Tom Selleck, like, movie. Oldie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... Man. Which is incredibly frustrating. Hey, Tom Selleck, I hate your guts for making this movie. <laughs> I really want to know, like, what Tom Selleck thinks about, uh, about folks now. Like... Tom, hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom, you're a jerk <laughs> for this. I hate that. I hate that you were a part of this, Tom Selleck. <laughs> And I'm mad that you don't have your mustache. You made me look at you for two hours. This movie is two hours. It's so long. It feels like eight. Uh, and yeah. I, honestly, I'm not excited to stream this. I'm usually really excited to stream movies that we watch, even Highlander 2, which is 
garbage and boring. Man, I uh, loved Highlander too. Oh, uh, we know. Um, but Folks is like it's on a whole different level. Like honestly, Return to the Blue Lagoon, which is a movie that we refuse to talk about on on the podcast, mm-hmm. and Folks are like right on the same level for different reasons neck and neck and i tell you what like they're neck and neck and folks didn't even have to stoop to having like underage nudity in its movie yeah um because wow anyway yeah well that's i mean that's folks um gosh uh well we gotta rate folks oh okay you ready to say your rank rating and on the count of three yeah one Two, three, zero. Point five. Oh. <laughs> what? So you're giving it a point lo- five oh, because it doesn't have any underage <laughs> nudity. Mm, point five because I'm, I was astounded, like I was astounded at the, just, incredible atrocities that this movie tried to pass off as like jokes, like. Mm-hmm. I gotta, if, I gotta give applause just for sheer audacity. I cannot believe, like it made me feel something. Whereas Blue Lagoon made me feel nothing. Right. Oh yeah. Even, I even got, if I guess so. even if it's just pure anger. Pure. This hatred. movie made me pure. Made me feel pure anger. Yeah. I, okay. I'm gonna revise my zero and and I'll bring it up to point five as well. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I like I. I I don't know. I, I have not seen a movie stoop to this level. I hate it. It is... And... It is... Well, oh, hold on. No, no, no. I'm going to revise it, and I'm actually going to give it a negative 0.5, because I don't want to reward the racism, but I also don't... Like, I want this movie to have a score. I don't want it just to sit at a zero. Mm-hmm. I want it to be a negative 0.5. I want it oh, to be worse. Interesting. Okay. I can get behind that. I think that, I think that putting it below Return to the Blue Lagoon is actually a, a smart move because at least Return to the Blue Lagoon, no, it has some racism. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no, it it's got racism. Yeah, just not um, honestly, not as much as folks. Yeah, yeah, I realized that like I, what I really wanted was to differentiate folks and give it a give it a different rating but not necessarily a better one because right. I don't want to reward it for its racism but I do want its racism to feel called out right so I'm gonna give it a negative 0.5 right and honestly I don't feel bad about talking about these movies because I think that mm-hmm. shedding light to them is important I think that there's mm-hmm. I think there's some kind of cultural stigma to it that needs to be talked about um Mm -hmm. um, so and i i I think that audiences are too forgiving i agree when it comes to when it comes to cinema Mm -hmm. because the the audience score for all of these movies has been way higher than critic reviews yeah just the and so america i think you need to develop some standards yeah and and it's you can't come at at us with the argument and not that that we're accusing anyone of doing this but like if Mm -hmm. if someone were to if we were to go to someone and talk about folks and they're like well uh making the argument they're like trying to make the argument about dark comedy i don't Mm -hmm. a good example of dark comedy is parasite um 
where uh, you know like parasite is uh, uh you know this um it's dark but in a completely different way it doesn't take any uh like uh political uh standings it doesn't take any racist it doesn't it doesn't create it doesn't things and like turn on it on its head it yeah keeps the dark comedy within situation it's situational rather than having like just like blatantly calling out an entire culture Mm -hmm. that's the thing is that the the jokes aren't at the expense of the underprivileged right they're 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 actually built to like hold up the underprivileged right yeah exactly and so i i mean and not to compare movies that are like 20 years apart or 30 years apart but that i mean but that's i don't i i I don't think that's a like an argument i don't i think that you can compare two movies side by side even if they're 50 years old i because (laughs) because that's granting like the older movies some kind of excuse you know Mm. what i mean Uh, that's fair yeah when when they don't deserve it um Man. Yeah, no, bad is bad. <laughs> um, you got me there. But par- I, I'm just saying that like Parasite's dark comedy does it right because it, yeah. it deals oh, definitely. it deals with the characters and like what you know about the characters rather than uh, these side characters who are minority. You know. Hmm. Um, wow, this movie is is a new low. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Trace and I talked about, um, like, the ratings that we've given so far, and so we'll, we'll give a, uh, we'll give a rundown real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Staying Alive, we rated a five. Right. We're because late. it's just right in the middle. Um, and honestly, I, I'm starting to feel that go up, because, like, Staying Alive was actually one of the better ones on this list, just because it made us laugh, like, the whole time. Oh, I love Staying Alive. It's, Staying Alive is harmless i feel like it's it doesn't attack anyone it's really weird that we're looking back on this list with like (laughs) affection um because we've got jaws 4 which we went back and listened and we gave it like a 2.5 yeah um which is which was funny for us because we went back and we're like oh we we loved that movie Mm -hmm. uh turns out we actually did (laughs) we hated it Uh, i don't um and uh, I think I think we pinned the fun to uh, the stream, the live stream that we did for that one. Yeah, watching it with more. I think people. that and uh, that and and Michael Caine, uh, uh, Michael Caine, uh, his whole bit in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that was Police Academy Four, which was a two. Uh, we did not enjoy that one. Uh, Mac and Me got an eight point five masterpiece. Um, a masterpiece. Uh, almost perfect cinema. Uh, they just had to shoot the kid. Yeah. Uh, Problem Child. Uh, we rated a five because you enjoyed it, but oh, I didn't. I, love, I love that, that movie, movie was nails on a chalkboard for me. Um, hated that movie. Uh, Highlander Two, which I loved and you hated, mm-hmm. got a four point five out of ten. Um, which I mean, I think should be higher, but you know, whatever. Nope. Uh, Return to the Blue Lagoon, uh, we didn't talk about, and we'll still not talk about. Yep. Uh, Folks uh, is getting a negative 0.5. The first negative of the uh, of probably many. 
Honestly, I feel like they're only going to go down from here. Mm. Like, now that we've broken through to negative numbers, I think the next one's going to be like a negative 10, and then, like, before we get to the end of the list, we're going to have like a negative 3,000 <laughs> movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll just have to adjust the rating scale. I think we've actually left positive numbers for good. Um, because <laughs> next week, our boy is back. Everyone give a you, round of applause, applause for uh, uh, John Travolta. He for is... John Travolta. Um, John Travolta is going to be in Look Who's Talking Now next week. Uh, we're excited for that. Um, we are uh, going to be continuing streaming. Uh, we're going to stream uh, folks not this weekend, but yeah. next weekend. Not tomorrow, uh, but Saturday after. Not May 2nd, but May 9th. Uh, we will be hosting folks. Uh, and then on May 8th, we're going to be releasing the episode about Look Who's Talking Now, yep. which I've got to find to watch somewhere. Which I feel I'm like that... scared. I remember watching that movie as a kid. Um, oh, no. So I feel, Really? Yeah, I don't remember any details. Um, but I, rem- I think it's going to be easier to find. Okay. So. Uh, well, uh, I will say this, um, folks at home, oof, uh, <laughs> a couple movies were added to the 0% list on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. um, including one that came out in 1984, and so we have actually passed Bolero, which apparently was supposed to be included, but wasn't on the list, um, and so we will... I guess we'll watch that after we've gone through all the other movies. Yeah. If you want to, like, we'll come back to it. If you guys want to like watch with us, and you're not sure like where we're getting our list, there's like a if you just type in like zero percent Rotten Tomatoes, it shows a list of on Wikipedia of zero percent movies that have more than twenty reviews. So if you're ever like questioning, uh, like oh, but this movie also has a zero percent, it's probably because. It probably wasn't included on the list because it has less than 20 reviews. So just, like, keep that in mind. But we may or, Which, we may, or may he, not visit those at some point. Here's a weird thing. One of the one of the movies that made the list has five reviews. Mm-hmm. Has five reviews total. Uh, like, not above the 20 mark. Mm-hmm. So um, we're not going to be watching that movie. And it's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called Derailed. I see it now. Uh, I think it got updated to, updated to the list on accident. Um, just out of respect, we're not watching that movie. Yeah. So, just if you want to follow along, we're we're watching that list um, of movies, and then once we get through those, then we'll start visiting other movies that have zero percent. I think uh, we looked it up uh, before we started recording, but. Police Academy 5, 6, and 7 have 0%. Oh. So we're going to have to pick our way to those at some point in the future. Um, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. <laughs> I just can't hide it. Oh, man. Well, if you, uh, I, I guess it's time to kind of wrap this up, huh? Um, yeah, I guess it's time to wrap this up. Um, this episode probably went on a little long. Um... But not to worry, there there's probably some stuff that we'll cut from it. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, but hey, thanks thanks for tuning in. Thanks thank for tuning you. in to your favorite po- podcast. Sorry that we set our 
uh, cryogenic clocks uh, to a little um, such, a little ahead of schedule. We're such dinguses. I know. I, I can't believe that we forgot to do that. Uh, if you want to give us tips on how to uh, better go into cryogenic sleep, then you can email mm-hmm. us at crappyhollywoodreboots at gmail.com. That's crappyhollywoodreboots at gmail.com. That's crappyhollywoodreboots at gmail.com. Also, and if you want to give us, like, financial tips, like, like money, <laughs> you can email us, too, and be like, hey, how do I give you guys money? And we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll take your money. Um, well, I'll take anybody's money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, you know, I'll, I'll take someone's money for... for you don't even have to pay me for to take free. that money. I'll take it. I'll take that money for free. Oh boy, boy, oh boy! What what a, what a little episode we had there, huh? Man, I'm I'm a little. Uh, everything has me a little loopy, and so if it if it makes if it makes the show funnier, awesome. If it makes it a little awkward, sorry, but. Thank you for listening, guys. Yeah, if, if, I really hope that this brightens your day a little bit by us releasing this episode. Uh, we're going to try and get back on track. Uh, I was vamping about that earlier, but we're going to try and get back on track and tr- try and provide a a little bit of fun uh, in these trying times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all jokes aside, uh, not to say that that was a joke that Casey just said. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm just saying that I'm being serious. Like, I, me... I am not making a joke when I say... Me uh, serious, too. Me serious. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. Like, if you, if you have been listening and and you are... I know that we don't have, a, like, a huge amount of listeners, but if you yeah. if you consistently, like, listen to us, that honestly means a whole lot to, to yeah. Casey and I. Um, it's, very, yeah. it's very cool, and we love doing it. Yeah, and you can't so, you can't stop us for all the haters out there, all of our haters. You can't stop us. Yeah, the only thing that can stop us is our ability to do things. Oh. <clears throat> well. Outro. Well. Outro. Thank <laughs> you.